Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Chocolate Factory Podcast, hosted by me, Turntrap, Looney. What up, Shadi? And as requested uh, by him, I'm going to read out his name now. <clears throat> Your Royal Highness and dictator of all things inside and outside of the Milky Way galaxy, Molicious. Hello. And Zion HD, also known as John. Nahara. Uh, think of this as an introduction uh, to the hosts. We'll be answering a couple questions that we've collected. Um, starting with question number one. So, um, any near-death experiences? Uh, well, I have a bit of a sudden question to bring on, but just some questions that we've collected from people. Yeah, I have one. Do you want me to tell Our it? buddies. Okay, I'll tell it. Alright, so way back when I was like seven, right? And uh, this is probably the only time I actually like had a near-death experience. And this is also the first time I blacked out. Or actually the only time I blacked out. So basically, there's this uh, like a tanker made of cement at the back of my grandmother's house. It's filled with water, and that's where we actually get our water resource, right? And it's, a, it's sort of like a well, sort of, but like modern-ish sort of thing, right? And then on top of it, it's like a flat platform, and it's full of... Uh, barrels like full of water like from the rain and those barrels are quite heavy and while me and my uh, cousins were actually playing on top of it my uh, flip-flops went missing and uh, we were actually trying to look for it on top and I, I saw it like beside the barrel and I was like oh dude there it is and then I was about to get it but I couldn't reach it so what I did is I grabbed onto the barrel and I thought it's full of water but it was empty for some reason and when I grabbed it and I, and I swung around, it le I literally fell off the, uh, I think it's like five foot uh, tall of a fall. And then I hit my head like beside a rock. And I, uh. yeah, and then I blacked out. And then, uh, you know, those scenes in like fucking like modern warfare where you're just like, <gasps> yeah. And then you just like kind of yeah. like yeah. zone in and out. Yeah. And then you're just getting yeah. dragged, and that's that's literally what I saw. What I saw, like I just blacked out, and then I just woke up for a bit, and then I saw like my my shirt was just like bloody, and then uh, I just woke up in the hospital with a stitch on my head. Uh, with, with the, yeah, that, that's why I'm so smart. Yeah, that, that 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 that's where you get your smarts, John. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys near near death experience. Yeah, I actually had one. It was nowhere as near as dramatic as yours, but that was scary. Alright, so it all started one day before I woke up for school. It was really early. It was like 5 a.m. So I used to wake up really early so I could like do other stuff before school starts. I have to do any assignments or anything. And so I decided to actually play some video games. And uh, I was feeling a bit of fall, guys. So uh, I was I was playing this one game and I got really close to the end. So I decided to like get a bit more serious. Okay, and so I moved in. I was sitting on like a I was sitting on an office chair that was like it has wheels at the bottom. So I like I got like closer and I sat on the edge of the seat. So I ended up winning that game. And then I was really happy, so I jumped up to celebrate. And when I jumped up, like, I pushed the chair back a bit. Like, not too far back. 
like it was still in my reach. But when I sat down, I like clipped the edge, fell, hit my head on the table, <laughs> and then oh fell on God. the floor and just laid there for like ten minutes. No. <laughs> you can just hear my friend like, "Hello." Did you die? You good? I, I don't think so. That's a real question. Did you die? No, I don't think so. Let me, let me, let me. Doesn't count as a near-death experience story if you didn't die. Exactly. This is this is a this is a sixth sense moment right here. Wait a second, am I dead? I'm dead. How about you, Looney? Do you have any near-death experience? Okay, so you said that you like at the end of your story, you said that you had to get a stitch on your head and at first I was kind of freaking out because I was like oh no what am I going to contribute to this topic um and I have a scar on my like next to my right eye um and I got it when I was two years old I think a week before my brother was born we have the same birthday so um in my birthday pictures I in my birthday pictures for my second birthday, I have the scar on my eye, um, or like the scab, mm -hmm. and it was because I was sitting on the kitchen table. I don't know what I was doing, but I was like on the kitchen table, and I like stood up, and I was like, "Okay, parkour!" And then I jumped off. <laughs> I like jumped off and flipped into the dishwasher that my mom was opening and i hit the corner um i hit the corner of my eye um and then i like passed out flat on the ground and my mom was like oh my god oh my god she's dead you told me you were two years old and uh, you were sitting on top of the counter and jumped off the counter and did a flip into the dishwasher. Hey, you forgot what she, she, she said. Right hardcore parkour. Forgot that detail. Hard, hardcore parkour. <laughs> um, that one scene from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, but I no, I wasn't even two yet. I was a week from turning two years old. Just like I'm exactly a week from turning sixteen right now. Um, I was a week from turning two years old, and I ran and jumped off the table. Like, okay, I don't know how I have a memory of this, but I actually have a memory of it. Um, I actually, like, did a running start, and I jumped off into the dishwasher, and then I don't remember anything else after that. Um, and but my mom... Goes, uh, your mom just goes clean up on IO5. <laughs> you just fall ragdoll on the <laughs> clean up on aisle nearly two. Um, um, and then I, my mom called an ambulance and the ambulance came and they picked me up. And like, my mom was calling my entire family and she was like, guys, she's really hurt. Cause I mean, I'm sure you can imagine the like absolute panic that my mom must have felt when she looked down and was like my entire face was bleeding. Um yeah. and so she called an ambulance and she called my entire family and she was like, Guys, she's bleeding. I don't know what's going on. And then um so I was at the hospital and I didn't know this until I think a year and a half ago. 
But my aunt was telling me that she, when I was in the hospital, um, I didn't cry at all. Actually, I don't think when I, my mom has said that when I hit my head, like right before I like passed out, um, cause you know how you have to like lose an amount of blood before you pass out. And yeah. so like before I passed out, I was laughing okay. with blood Absolutely, running down my yeah. face. Absolute psychopath. Um, absolute <laughs> mad lad. Absolute mad lad right there. Um and then my and then my aunt told me that she like touched it in the hospital and my mom was like freaked out and she was like, Oh ew, don't touch it. Um <laughs> and then I was I would laugh like it tickled. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, that must have been uh, that must have been something for them to to see at the time to witness yeah but did you die yeah I did actually. I've, I've oh, okay. died I've died seven times in my life I have other near-death experiences that I don't think are podcast topics oh God. I think they are podcast topics I just think we should save them for another episode yeah because I have yeah, a bunch, let me tell you. I have. There's, there's yeah. just introductions. So, like, at uh, least yeah. they know I'll tell you the like, most. how bad and bougie we are. They won't, <laughs> yes. okay. they won't be as interesting as this one because I was able to use like logic and use my brain and I was still being dumb. So Yeah, two-year-old baby backflip is uh, going to be like the height <laughs> of your storytelling <laughs> career. Yeah. No, no, it's definitely not. I have so many good stories. I should write a book. You should, you should. So uh, I actually have my own uh, near-death experience that I did die on, you know, because that's the only way it's a near-death experience. And uh, um, it was this is actually like the most recent one. I always managed to find myself in some kind of uh, some kind of trouble. Um, so basically, what happened was um, I have this like like water pump thing on top of my house. It's like a thing that kind of it makes the water current stronger because you know africa um so i was sitting on top of it or i decided to get on top of it and this was like in the winter so maybe january ish like very early january maybe late december and um i was i decided okay hey you know it's pretty cold um let me get a jacket and sit on top it was like the middle of the night um i take my phone up there i'm listening to music and then this really strong gust of wind starts to blow and this thing is pretty high up like if i fell like it's five six not even five six story I, I it was just really high up it was it was really high up and i this really strong gust of wind came in and um i remember i was sitting in i lost my balance and my phone slipped so me being me i was like fuck i can't let my phone slip because i'm not getting a new one if i if, if i let it slip so what did i do i did the logical thing and risked my life <laughs> i um i i kind of dropped down to like grab it all right so i grabbed the phone that was great but before i kind of realized i was also kind of tipping off the edge onto like a vertical drop um so i end up like kind of quick thinking and like tossing my phone to the left so it landed back on the building 
you see however now i was falling off the building and uh like i was starting to fall off it but i uh i managed to extend my hands out and uh like kind of grab onto this uh, thing we have next to it, this metal railing and uh i kind of got in like a push-up stance where i was kind of like a ramp going downwards and uh yeah i just kind of like shimmied my way back it was pretty scary though my hand almost slipped so that was that was that. and i died so it is a really <laughs> scary death that. experience so yeah <laughs> all right cool, cool. Okay. But, but did you die i did i did, did i did die. yeah okay. so as of right now Right. We should, should just, we should, we should uh, call this episode "Talking with Ghosts." Talking right. with ghosts. This is that's a really good uh, that's a really good start because our next question is actually sleep paralysis stories. Ooh. Any experiences with sleep paralysis? Talking to ghosts, a gone Nazi. Okay, should I go first on this? <laughs> Uh yeah sure okay. John 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 seems wait, to spice wait. it up with the first story. Right, I'll go on ahead with my story. Alright, right, so I've had a few sleep paralysis actually. Uh, second one is sort of blurry for me, but the first one I'd never forget about it, so I'm just gonna tell the first one. So back, so this was I was uh, sleeping at my room like here in Ireland, and for some reason I woke up on my grandmother's um like floor on her house right and I could not move I could only move my head but like I could only move it 90 degrees like on my front so I can't like turn around or anything like that and for some reason there's a okay there's a mythical creature in um in Philippines called Duende turn uh just show the picture of uh, Duende there yeah there you go and basically they're like little gnomes and they're like little gnomes right and uh, most of them can be evil, some of them can be nice, depends how you treat them. And uh, basically they were pretty much just dancing around like my foot, like going around. And one of them like went behind me and started like touching my head, like sort of like putting their fingers like, <laughs> like the top of my head. And and what the weird thing about sleep paralysis is it, it's so realistic that you could actually feel them touching you. That's what's weird about it. So during that time, I legit thought in some way or form that they actually like abducted me like from Ireland, brought me to Philippines and started doing that. And then to get over sleep paralysis, what you need to do is actually just like close your eyes and then just don't open it at all. Just ignore it. And then eventually you're going to start uh, gaining full conscience of yourself again. So that's my experience. In my uh, he can go first because I have to think of like, I have to remember mine. It's not really very long, and I don't remember much of it. But uh, it was actually... It was actually... It happened, now that I think about it, it happened in, like, the three days where I've been... Where I was having, like, weird dreams. First day, I had a nightmare. Second day, I actually had a lucid dream. And then third day, I had sleep paralysis. It was weird. Jesus. But, uh... The... When... It, when it came to sleep paralysis, like, uh, okay, so I don't remember much of it, all right? But what I do remember is that I remember that I woke up and I was lying down and I just couldn't move. And then my bedroom door was open. It was daytime and my window 
was open all the way. So you could see all the sunlight. So my door was fully open and then a huge tarantula just slowly started walking into my room. You know how tarantulas walk like really slow. Yeah. And it slowly started creeping up to my room and then it started going towards me. And then I don't remember anything after that. What I do remember is that I was scared, really scared. I don't really have arachnophobia, but I, I'm pretty sure that that dream gave me arachnophobia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, phobias have to come from somewhere, like, from an experience, right? Cause, yeah, cause, not all of them. Um, I never, I never told myself as someone who has claustrophobia, but when I was, like, 14, uh, I had my first holiday in Philippines, and I got trapped inside, a, like, a bed sheet. Like, my cousins were, like, trapping me inside, and I legit started freaking out, just punching everywhere and then just kicking, kicking everywhere. And then I got out and I was almost crying, just sweating and almost crying. That's when I found out I, I have claustrophobia. Damn. What yeah. types of cousins do you have? <sighs> they do the thing where they fight in the, in the bed sheets and then trap you. <laughs> no, I just wanted to trap me. Uh, okay. Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> Amateurs. Uh, All of you. Okay. Um, so I can't say the sleep paralysis one without maybe offending one of my family members. She's really scary. Actually, I don't care. Um, I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. So she's, she's kind of scary, bro. Um, she, she's really scary, bro. Um, and I'm also pretty sure i was like five years old in this um i had a traumatizing childhood all right makes for a lot of good stories <laughs> um i was passed out on the couch like sleeping not actually passed mm -hmm. like on my back um i think i actually like my parents put me for a nap and i was like they like set me down and I was like on my back. Um, and I was looking at the ceiling and you know how like everyone has LED lights? Yeah. Like the room was changing colors, but not like how like TikTokers put their LED lights on like the ceiling and stuff. Like if it was like tucked behind furniture and stuff, the room was changing colors and my aunt's face not she's not my aunt but she's my family member i don't know what she is but she's kind of scary um right. her face was like coming out of the ceiling towards me like really beetlejuice stuff but i hadn't seen that movie yet and then oh yeah so like the sandworm i think there's a scene where like the sandworm goes towards the screen that's what it's like but like 3D. It was terrifying. And also her face was like moving. Like. Uh, like a wave. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the colors were changing in the room. And. It was really warm. And I couldn't move. And even if I could move. I was like 
extremely scared too and i was just like staring up absolutely like terrified um and i don't know what happened after that but i will never be able to get rid of that memory out of my head it's actually terrifying anytime i hear music that like oh yeah there was music bro there was music like drumming almost <laughs> like what kind of cult shit i think of that moment it actually freaks me out like my heart starts beating faster it's Blech. that's scary so yeah that was sleep paralysis um i can't tell it to my family members because they'll be like yo wait her it was her face protruding from the ceiling think about it we're gonna cancel your be aunt for being too scary I don't think I've ever actually gotten a um uh like a type of dream where you have like a figure kind of standing at your door or like anywhere near you. Uh but I have had uh like just kind of like just the paralysis part. Like um I'm still actually like awake and this is kind of weird because I I don't know if it's considered sleep paralysis, but I would kind of wake up in the middle of the night and um I couldn't move anything. Like my entire body, I could never move my. I'm like I could open my eyes and look around, like my actual room. Like this was real life, and um, I would um, after like I'd say, and this would this would last for like two, three hours maybe, and I would um just sit there and kind of look around for like a bit until I could eventually move my fingers, and then I could move my fingers and my like toes, and then I could stand up eventually but the one thing i realized i could never get to move was my neck like my neck would always be stuck to one side so either my right or my left so um i would like just stand up and walk around the house i remember even once i went up to my mom and she was really like concerned with what was happening because she didn't know what was happening and uh um she just said to sleep it off and uh the way I know that was real and it wasn't a dream, I asked my mom about it the next day after I woke up and I could move my neck. And she was like, yeah, you came to me. And she, like, your neck was stuck. And I was like, oh. So, yeah. I also used to have nightmares about, uh, you know that, you, you know the Phineas and Ferb opening? Yeah. yeah. You know that big wheel that paints the tri-state area? Yeah, yeah. So I had a, I had a genuine recurring nightmare that I would get. Um that was literally just uh that wheel moving in extremely slow motion in the weirdest way it would go forward but the land would go backwards so and there's always this really slow music playing to it so that, that's about as creepy as nighttime has ever gotten for me that and cornflakes pouring into a bowl oh you but um, I have this story, but it's a bit off topic. No, you can say whatever. Yeah, sure. It's it's uh, basically this is the most such thing that's ever happened ever in my life. So uh, <clears throat> uh, this actually involves turn as well. Oh wait, what? Oh, oh. Uh oh. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, get it. I there guess. There was this one day where we were uh, we were on a call together. 
And uh, we decided that we were both tired, so we're just gonna go to sleep. But on that same day, <laughs> sounds like an amazing way to start a story. I really want to hear this. On that, so on that same day, there was a Brawlhalla live stream. I think it was a tournament that we wanted to watch. So he told me that uh, if you wake up, wake me up with you. So call me to wake me up, and. Uh, that's what I did. I went. I fell asleep. I set an alarm, and uh, when when uh, sure enough, when the when the alarm rang, I woke up. But I was feeling like really tired. I didn't feel like I could uh, could call him, but I wanted to try waking him up anyway. So so I called him, and then I I fell asleep as I was calling, and then and then I like I like woke up all of a sudden, like drenched in in like cold sweat, and I was like, oh no, I missed it. I opened, I opened my phone and and tried to call him and it just I pressed on the call button and it just said we've been on a we've been on a call for forty eight minutes. We were just passed out, fucking asleep with each other. We were literally just because he called and then I picked up and then I also fell asleep. So we both just passed out completely. Ah, uh, that's so sweet. We were on call for forty eight minutes. That's just clearly how couples like fall asleep with their phone just. I know. Facts. Yeah, and uh, so it's official. What really got me with what really got me was the fact that he he answered and then <laughs> and then fell asleep. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, it was a very dark part of my my past. <laughs> dark part of my history. And then so we both funny. woke up. I woke him up. I just kept saying his name until he woke up. And then we started laughing about it. So, um, this is another, uh, this is a question that was, uh, suggested by, um, like an outside source. Somebody actually asked this question. Um, where would you like to travel and why is that? And at the same time, you could also ask, uh, would you stay there permanently or would you, um, and I just like to go there for vacation and then come back to wherever you were. Finland. Then like, why Finland? Okay, there's a spot there called the Shigoshamash. I don't know how to pronounce it. And uh, basically, it has like glass igloos on it. And the best thing about the glass igloos is it's like it's some sort of like a room, like hotel. You can you you can like go there, have dinner. And uh, the best thing about that is if you look up to the sky, there's the northern lights. Oh wow! Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Imagine sleeping there and yeah. just looking up straight to the sky. It looks really. It, it's uh, from the pictures I've seen. It looks really cold, though. Well, the... yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> it, really it, is, it is. It is like it is snow. So I I don't mind the cold. Like I'm the type of person that prefers cold than heat. Hear me out. Hear me out. Too cold hurts. Too cold literally hurts you. Like your hands hurt really bad. Uh, you get a runny nose. Yeah, but you can you can uh, prevent that. You can prevent that. You have. So you'd rather counter. sweat. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying cold. I'm saying like raw. Like if you would prefer either raw. the heat raw. or the cold, <laughs> raw. Yes. Depends. It really depends <laughs> on the on the, uh, the situation. Like at home, I definitely prefer cold. You know what I mean? But like when yeah. it's uh, on a like on a beach or something, I definitely prefer the heat. Uh, like. Like okay. Water. I mean, yeah. Let's obviously, say... you go to the beach to do things with the heat. You want warm water. You want. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason you, you I want, want to suntan. You know. Leave Miami like, alone. 
Hey, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Calm down. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Kick him off the podcast right now. No, you're out. You're out. Goodbye. Off. Oh. Cancel. Off. Cancel him Cancel. on Twitter. No, Cancel guys. Him. Guys, please. No, no. <laughs> Where would you like to travel and why? And a second question, would you stay there or would you like to like go there for vacation and then come back? Like where you are currently? Um... I don't know where I would travel. I want to go to a lot of places. What's one of those places? Could be uh, Italy. Italy. I have an entire friend group in Italy. Uh, I had my first like real internet friendship when I was thirteen. Um, and my friend lives in Italy. Uh, and I have an entire friend group out there now. So I, like, through pictures, I know places in their town. Yeah. And I have friends there. And it wouldn't be scary because I'm not by myself. Okay. And would you stay there permanently or would you, um, or would if you? If I had to go somewhere permanently, um, I would pick my own island like i would literally buy my own island and i would stay there permanently see i'm near england so i'm i'm definitely gonna go to england like next time but this christmas though i'm going to philippines okay okay i've never been you You need to find out your origin bro yeah my dad went to the philippines yeah, tell him to take you next time. Nine? The one thing to know there is uh, you're gonna get stared at. Cause even I- I'm full, I'm full Filipino, right? And whenever I go there, I get stared at. And I don't know how, but like words get around there so fast. Cause like when I go- went to this marketplace, everyone was staring at me, and I kept hearing my mom's name and my own name from the people that I actually don't know. So they'll be like. Shoo, 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 shoo. Uh, and then it's like it's like going, going to an Arab wedding. John's mom. Muhammad Muhammad can like relate to me with this, and um, it's like it's like going to an Arab wedding. Um, pretty much, yes. You you go there and you'll meet people that have literally breastfed you. I swear, like you go there wow. and there'll be like a, a big seven foot three That's guy. That's so true. Named like uh, I don't know, like Mahmoud. He'll he'll tell you he breastfed you <laughs> when you were younger. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not joking, man. Like yeah. there, you you meet people that you didn't even know exist, and they know you. Like they literally know your your, like the the composition of your DNA. Literally. Wait. Like, that, that's just how it is. Wait, Ava, you're half, right? You're half. Yeah. You're yeah. You're you're gonna be treated as like a fucking, like alien there. Like everyone's just gonna like ask you questions. How'd you get your How'd you get your skin to be like that? Something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm half Mexican, half Filipino. Yeah, even and so, like even Mexican parties, um, I have uncles I don't know. Jeez. Uh, I know that I have cousins out there that I don't know, like exist. Like I had a guy and ask me what type of maybe soap the dads I use. Don't know that Go ahead, uh, go go ahead, your royal highness, dictator of all things inside and outside the galaxy. The, the Milky Way galaxy. 
inside and outside. Yeah, I apologize. Okay, so uh, I would actually love to go to uh, Moscow because uh, it it is cool. It's just a cool place to go. Also, I I, I find I uh, find any any Russian person very very fascinating for some reason. Would you stay there permanently? It depends. Wait, what do you find? Uh, what do you find interesting about them? Well, I mean, uh, I was I was I was in this card lobby once, and some guy like called me called me called me a comrade. About you felt felt special after he told you that. Yeah. Um. So as for myself, I would uh, personally go for. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. There were there aren't many places I'd want to go. Uh. But if I were to choose like somewhere, not necessarily a country, I'd kind of want to go to Antarctica because, yeah, it's cold, but it's uh. I feel like being there, uh, like being there for like a week, maybe two weeks, I think would be really fun. Uh, just to kind of see like how things go down there, you know, at like research stations and stuff. I feel like it'd be really cool. And the answer is obviously I would not stay there. You know, I would choose not to stay there. I'd kind of want more uh, to go there for like a visit, maybe a week, a couple of days. Yeah, that's about it. Understandable. All right, everyone. Yeah. This is no. been yeah. It just for, gonna cut it out we... for the podcast. You know. And uh, this is turn. It's, it's yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> okay. See.